If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Welcome back to our part two sit down with Laura Jensen, Margaret's ex-BFF. And somehow this interview has been the most requested interview out of any of the ones that we've done in the past, God knows how many weeks. I don't know. You guys really have Margaret stuck in your crosshairs this season of R-H-O-N-J. And if you like this, this is what we do every Saturday on Patreon. Most of you are on our Patreon, but anyone who isn't, we cover R-H-O-N-J every week with Kim D, even when it's not, you know, on the air because so much comes out when they're filming behind the scenes. They're starting to film in June, guys. So it's going to be a really quick turnaround from the ending this season to the start of next season. We also cover R-H-O-B-H during the year. So head on over and join our Patreon if you like this episode and chat with Laura Jensen because this was supposed to be on patreon but we're sharing it on the main feed hope you guys enjoy this is part two if you haven't heard part one check it out it aired last week this part two will make a lot more sense if you listen to that first but you don't have to if you don't want to happy monday and enjoy yeah okay well so here's my game laura i'm gonna say one of the girl's names and you're gonna tell me maybe one or two things that she said about them to you to you that would make them to let them know the way she really is and what, how she does talk smack behind people's back, just like she talks smack behind your back. And that's why you walked away from her. So why don't we start with one person that I think is really her bestie. Why don't we start with Jackie? She fucks her husband with a t-shirt on. <laughs> I can't. Well, first of all, I think that's sexy. Okay. But I don't think she meant it that way. How did, how do you think, or how, how did Margaret, why would she say that? Just in her usual condescending, knocking her castmates way. That's that's just what she does. You know, she they they think she's so true to them, but she would flat out tell me that she would go to Bravo executives and say, Jackie's weak. She's emotional. She's not cut out to be on this show. I mean, she told me she said it. These people know that it was said. So, you know, Jackie doesn't want to believe it. I I've been told that she's been confronted with it. And she says, no, 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 she's she's just making this stuff up. Okay, I but no I know, now I know that you knew the executives' names and you threw them out to Teresa and she said, yes, they are executives' names. How would you know the names? How I would, would only you know, know the from names? Her. Thank you. From her. Jackie, Jackie, how would she know the names? And how would and why would Teresa say, yes, they are execs? Who would tell Laura? Did some little fairy come down and tell her? No, I mean, girls, open up Margaret your eyes. started the whole rumor about Jackie and Evan. Yeah, she I did. believe that too. He told me I knew of it long before it was on the show. Wow. How how long before you think you knew? Um, it was probably like two seasons before, before and her, mm-hmm. you know, telling me 
that Jackie and her sister had a terrible relationship and she was thinking they might bring the sister on. And because the sister, I think apparently knew this girl at the gym, there was a lot going on. Um, and these are things that she said. Okay, yes, wait. I believe it. I've got, I've got, <laughs> I've got, now I've got Draw two, I've got okay, two now. categories to just, go, you'll go, get to your, go, do- so wait, so Margaret would go to the Bravo executives and say, Jackie's weak and she may not be able to handle being on the show, right? Like that's what you're, but so she's too emotional. She's not cut out for this. And why? Like in the, like, I want her gone. Cause I'm threatened by her. Like what would the motivation be? I cannot speak for her motivation. She's, you know, in a class all by herself. I, I really don't know her motivation for anything, but I know that she's a big ass kisser. Cause like, if you know, you're fr- if you're enemies with someone, you say Jennifer Aiden, this, that, but if you're friends with someone, you wouldn't think you'd go to the executives that have the power. She's to- not friends with anyone. She's friends with herself. Loyal Correct. to one person only herself. Do you think that Margaret's going to the Bravo executives and being in their ear is part of what got Jackie demoted? I mean, it, you know, all things take time. It just, you know, when you keep saying stuff about someone and then she had that terrible season, you know, she was an emotional wreck on the show. It, yeah. I don't know, you know, maybe they thought, oh, maybe there is something to, to this. And then, you know, she gets demoted to a friend and you know, she told me she thought uh, Jennifer was going to get fired. She said she told executives that nobody wanted to film with Jennifer. That's you're trying to get someone fired. Unbelievable. What about um, in, I, I, Well, I have a question now about the sister. So wait, so right. So she starts this rumor. <laughs> well, that's a whole nother thing now that I'm finding out here. Now. So she starts this rumor about, you know, Evan and the gym, and then what, like the sister knew this woman? At the gym? She did not start the rumor. She spread the rumor. Okay. She did that whole thing about hearing it around 10 fly. She did hear it, but she did not make it up. Started, right. But yeah. she brought it onto the show. Correct. Because if it's said and no one hears it on the TV, it doesn't really matter. But so she brought it onto the show, and then what, it's that the Jackie's sister knew this alleged woman, and they were going to bring Jackie's sister on, and then what, Jackie put her foot down and said, I don't want her on, my own sister. No, I don't even know if Jackie knew about any of that, or that was just, you know, Margaret fantasizing, but she was saying, you know, I don't know, I think they might bring the sister on. So, oh my! But I, you know, I don't know much about her relationship with her sister, or right. any of that. I'm just repeating what I was told. I mean, going to executives—that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty. I don't know. That's like you don't go to producers. You don't go to senior yeah. producers. That you go right to the Bravo executives. That's pretty ballsy. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. she probably she probably sent her husband over to, uh, you know, make a table for them or fix their air conditioning because that's what she does that's how she you know promises people's things and make makes it like she's a really good friend to them and then you know right. she thinks she has an in with them unbelievable do you um, want just unbelievable do you want to continue your list kim of what she said oh, about other oh people? are you kidding me absolutely um listen uh, even though Dolores is my dear friend, it's not any of us saying anything bad about her. I would love to know 
what she says about Dolores. Okay, so I'm gonna say this. I'm just gonna preface with this because I happen to really, really like Dolores a lot. And I yeah. I felt that the feeling was mutual. She used to tell me all the time how much she loved me. Okay. I then later heard that she was, you know, telling these girls not to believe anything that I was saying and, you know, whatever. I guess she listens to Margaret. But mm -hmm. Margaret did say that um, they, they had a producer who was now an ex-producer and it used to drive Margaret crazy because she would say, Dolores is such an ass kisser. She is so afraid. She hits like on, on all of her posts when I tell her that she shouldn't be doing it. And again, it's Margaret saying Dolores should do what she wants her to do. Why? Right. Why does everyone have to do what Margaret wants them to do? Unbelievable. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm definitely not surprised. Did she have any opinions on Paulie? I'm just curious. I never talked to you about this, but did she have I an did. opinion on Paulie? I wasn't friends with Margaret anymore by the time. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I happen to like him. I think it's right. he's good for her. Anything I, else that you Well, I was gonna say, like, you know, there is this narrative on the show that Margaret has something, you know, she collects and digs, and Danielle's like, I don't want her going there with me. So technically, I'm assuming she has this kiss on Melissa, which Melissa now can't say goodbye because that would, you know, admit it. I guess she has the Evan cheating rumor on Jackie, which I guess if Jackie says F you, it's almost like admitting it. So what does she have on Dolores? I'm not going to go there. I know. Listen, I don't want her to go there. I don't, I know what you have on Dolores and I know what you she, I know. I didn't yeah, tell I did. you what I, I, I didn't tell no, you. No, you I, didn't. You didn't. Someone else told me, and I would never reveal it, and I wouldn't reveal it on this podcast. Um, it but, sounds but like it, it's pretty dark. Well, uh, you know, some people might think it is. I don't think it's so dark. I don't think it's a big deal. But, you know, Dolores is a really uh, good person, and she has a very good reputation and whatever, and you know what? I wouldn't... I, there's certain things she'd like to keep to herself. But Margaret does have... And D Margaret has talked to people about this, and they've come to me. And they know that I'm, I'm Dolores' good friend. I wouldn't even bring it up to Dolores. I wouldn't. But I know there is something. And so we'll just leave that we, at that. We can just leave it at that. But I have a question. Yeah. Does Dolores know that Margaret has this thing on her? Yes. That's a question for Laura. Yeah. Yes. Right, Laura? You, yeah. 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 And so that's technically on the show, this narrative. That's why a Dolores would fall in line as well of like, I don't want this out there. And you possibly, possibly. Yeah, possibly. That's a possibility. We're not sure. But again, I have something to say. Go ahead, David. Now, I, you know, I this is what happens when I record with Kim. I'm not drinking. I don't drink on air. I actually have something. Have, that she, cheers. Uh, cheers. I actually have something that she said about Dolores. That is the one thing. Okay. I, think I want the, you to say it. The one thing and just being honest, my I'm honest to these listeners. The one thing she did, I mean, really, this is like in real time, I'm just thinking of this. The one thing she used to say about Dolores is, you know, it, it is favored nation. So take Teresa's $2 million and Melissa's $1.5 out of it. It's like each person gets more based on the years that they're there, right? Right, right. So Dolores makes more than Margaret because she was there for a year longer. So the one thing, I don't know if she ever said this to you, Laura, but see, now you're getting me in trouble here, people. She, I'm already shaking my head, yes. 
She yeah. always, always said, always, she's like, can you believe Dolores fucking makes more money than me? I mean, I contribute so much more to the show than she does, always. but she does because she's, did she say that to you too? Yes. All the time. Yes. yes. There you go. Okay. So there and, you go. And I've actually never told you that it's like, I'm literally just thinking of it. No, now. I, this is the first time hearing that. This is the first time hearing it. Um, and again, Dolores and I don't talk about the show. We don't talk about market. We don't talk about any of this. Um, all right. What about, let's see, what about, um, we already, what, what about Jennifer? Give me like, throw one thing out that come she on. said. That. She's yeah. already done the ultimate. What, come on. The affair wasn't enough. You want me to start? That, okay, the affair. Their affair. Well, the what about smokes, Teresa, Lane Louie? Does yeah, she have Teresa, anything else? What does, does she, she have, have anything, on them? Does, yeah, does she have anything else? That Like, what did she say? Not that she, does she have anything else more on them? I know she does. Because when Laura went to Jen and Teresa, she was telling them that that she's coming out with more, that Margaret's coming out with more. Well, so we I know that. that he was trying to dig on dig, dig, was going to keep coming for him. I mean, specifically, right. do I know? No. I right. know that she was talking to people who knew Louie and she was going to try to, to use it. And that's okay. really what I was warning Teresa about. Just that right. be careful because she's going to keep coming for him. Right. Now, what about Melissa? Anything else besides her shore house, her boutique, the kiss in the back seat? Is there anything that like that she knocked Melissa about that when if you said it, it would ring a bell to Melissa that maybe only Margaret would know or something like that? Right. Like if Jackie really has sex with a T-shirt on, she's going to know it's right. real. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, I don't know. That to me is like Jackie has this this, you know, her storyline. Right. I mean, that does go to body issues. That's kind of, cuts, yeah. I would think. Cuts deep. I mean, I that's kind of a deep I, thing to say. Listen, I think it's, I would wear a guinea tee or a bra or t shirt because I think it's sexy. But I don't think Margaret was saying that for that reason. I don't think she was saying, oh, wow, Jackie's so sexy. It she was a t shirt. not in that context. I know that. We it know was. that. Absolutely. Right. I know. We, um, we know exactly where she was going. Well, what about Melissa? Like anything else she have on her or. Um, or that she even just said or, about. Or, yeah. Or she said besides Wayfair furniture and disgusting stuff that she sells at Envy. <laughs> I don't know if it was exactly Wayfair. She just said it was shit she buys online from Wayfair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you I know, happen to like Melissa's shore house. It's a lot nicer than the new house in Franklin Lakes. I mean, I think her shore house is cute. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm sure that there's a lot of things. There were so many things that were said. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, but that comes to mind right at this very moment. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle? that gets you high yet. That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 
20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. Do you know Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors, which doesn't shock me. I'm inside and sitting in front of this computer doing this podcast all day. But did you know that according to the EPA, indoor air could be two to three times more polluted than outdoor air? And in some cases, it could be a hundred times more polluted. Well, once I heard that, I went down a rabbit hole because you know I like to live a healthy, clean life. And I was like, I need an air purifier ASAP. And after doing research and seeing the air doctor on CNN, Money, and ABC, I was like, this is the perfect air purifier for me. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens so your lungs don't have to. The Air Doctor 3000 purifier is powerful enough to circulate air in a 630-square-foot room four times per hour. And the Air Doctor features whisper jet fans that are 30% quieter than the fans found in ordinary air purifiers. I can't have any background noise while I'm recording the show. Air Doctor comes with a no questions asked 30-day back money guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code VELVET. And depending upon the model, you'll receive up to 40% off. You're saving up to 40% off. So lock this special offer in by going to AIRDO C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com to use promo code VELVET. Okay. All right. So let me talk about someone else that um, when you and I spoke about Julius, the hair uh, dresser, you had told me the story on how you would go to Julius, she would go to Julius, and I brought up on the podcast that he basically chose Margaret, because she's a housewife, over you, even though the both of you were paying customers, you had traveled with Julius, you were friends with him. But when she sent this group text, Julius chose her and not you. And then Julius called David and said, that's not true. I'm very professional because I said that was unprofessional of him. It's not true. And I want to come to your show and I'm going to buy a ticket and I would never do that. Is that how it went down? Because I don't realize, but I that's exactly I, how it went down. I like Julius, but go on. I know you do. I know go you on. do. But um, this is about Laura. Okay. And it's not even about Julius. It's about what Margaret does to people and what the demands that she puts on people. So here, Laura is his friend. She has traveled with him. She was told by Margaret, I don't, I don't rent a house with people who work for me. I don't do this about Julius. Okay. And then Julius had to make a choice between her. This is what I'm getting at. Am I right about this, Laura? You're correct. But so the text message was not the text message she, she sent out about me calling me a snake. She, there was a text message between her, her husband, me, my husband, that she started when we were in this whole fight thing. And she included Julius on it for some reason. I was never responding to any of this because months were passing. I was done with all right. of this. I'm meeting with right. who I want to meet with. I'm, I'm living my life. Somehow at one point there was some group text going on and my husband 
wrote like, hey, Julius or whatever, because he's clearly in the text message, but he was never saying yeah. it. So he says, I don't know. I don't know why. I think it must have been a mistake. I don't know why I'm on this text message. It wasn't a mistake. It was right. on purpose because she was basically saying like, you know, if you associate yourself with her, don't associate with me. So he wrote in there like that he really wanted us to make up and, you know, could we talk? And I was not responding. Him and my husband had a whole back and forth. He said in there, you know, if she thinks that she's going to get Margaret to film with her and have this whole thing on camera, it's never going to happen. So Julius claiming he didn't know what was going on. He clearly knew because he was writing about it. So wow. I side texted him and said, I understand you have to pick her. She's the housewife. I'm good with it. I, you know, he wrote in there, I love you. I love Margaret. You're, you two are my girls. I don't want this to happen. Can you please, you know, can you talk? Can you make up? And I sent him a very nice text message back. And I just said, you know, I love you and Arturo. You know, basically, I hope you remain in our lives. He didn't respond to that. Two months later, I sent him another text message saying, I just don't understand what happened because right. he said he wasn't going to pick sides. Correct. But he was Correct. clearly no longer talking to me anymore. So I sent him a text message and I said, you know, I wish that if you were going to listen to one side, you would have taken the time to listen to my side. Correct. And he never responded to me again. That was last May. I never heard from him again. I mean, the last time he did my hair was like the end of last January. And wow. I, and then those text messages were in March and then right. in May. And I never heard from him again. And, you know, she, she told me point blank. She said to me, I would not share a house with someone that I pay. And we went to West Palm beach and we were at, all at dinner together and uh, her and I got into something and I spoke my mind like I do. And, mm -hmm. um, I said something to her that she obviously didn't like that I said in front of Julius. And when we came home, she said to me, if you ever talk to me like that again in front of someone that I pay, I'll never be out to dinner with you again because I can't have that. And I said, well, then don't speak to me like that at a table. Correct. And she went into this whole diatribe of how I was overstepping and that I'm overstepping with people in business that she knows and you know that I've done a few things that she doesn't like and she went through this whole thing about me overstepping which personally if I did it was not intentionally I was never trying right. to go to anyone to try to get me on the show she had an ex-producer you know we used to go for Botox together she told me I wasn't allowed to go alone I went alone once with him she told me I wasn't allowed to do that that I overstepped Oh Just, my God. You know, these were all lead ups to the end of our friendship. These were things that I was shocked that she felt that way, but I was the starting- The culmination. To, it was the culmination you know, of things. It was didn't culmination. didn't want me around. Was it? Right. I was do it like- Melissa, Well, no, was I was going to say- the one, Was it fine. Melissa the one who told um, Margaret that she doesn't feel she should hang around with people she pays? Or didn't that come from Melissa? Well, the one and only time that I was in a hair salon with Melissa sitting next to me- we were talking, I, we were getting ready actually to go away. And she asked, you know, where are you guys going or whatever? 
And I told her and she's like, oh, that's right. You guys go away with like, you know, people who do your hair and stuff. I don't do that. And then oddly, after that trip, Margaret's telling me like, you know, I would never rent a house with someone that I pay. So oh my I thought it was God. odd because Julius, you know, we were truly, I loved Julius. We were yes. very close. I was truly friends with him. And I thought she was too. And I didn't think that she would ever be like that, where she wouldn't rent a house with someone that she pays. Terrible. What does it matter? Well, also, Terrible. like, I look at, I really do love Julius, too. Like, I get, I, I I don't see, right, like, it is, it does go back to Margaret in the sense of, like, you know, like, if you and I broke up, Kim, I mean, it wouldn't happen, but, <gasps> like, I it wouldn't happen, but, no, it wouldn't. right, like, you know, it's not, like, you could still go, like, one thing has nothing to do with the other. Like, I understand why Julius would choose Margaret too, just because, I mean, he is deep in the Bravo world. Like that is his whole life. That's his whole business. But right, like, why can't you go get a haircut there at least? Or But, but it wasn't even about the hair. It was about our friendship. Right. right. He dropped our friendship completely. And- Terrible. He's probably just scared. He He's probably just, like his business is so entrenched in Bravo. I mean, he has his great salon, but like, it's, I'm not saying, I'm not justifying it. It's more- like, I don't know. No, like she, she would talk and reveal, he would confide in her. And, she, you know, she told me stuff about him and his business partner and things that were going on that I, she probably shouldn't have even known, but that he was confiding in her and he, he will know it because he was confiding stuff in her. And I, I'm not going to get into it because. No, nah, we won't do that. You know, to him, no. I, I don't, but he, he trusts her and he dropped our friendship. It was just kind Terrible. of. You know, it was very, very hurtful for me because I truly, of course. And I said, all sincerity, I love Julius. He's wonderful. That's a shame. That's a, that's really a shame. I don't know him. I, I don't know him and, at all. And I have no Arturo opinion. Just as great as him. I, I love Arturo too. And it was, it was very, very hard on me losing them as friends. I really, truly that's terrible. had a great friendship with them. Look, I mean, really, he's he's great joke. at what he does. It's a real salon in Scarsdale. Shout out to yeah. Julius. And it's no like, shout out to Julius. It's just that I have my strong opinions of you don't you, you don't do that. You don't choose one over the other out of fear. He should have said to Margaret, "Listen, I'm sorry. I am not going to choose either one of you. Either you two work it out, or I'll just let you know when one's there and one's not." Laura can be there on a Wednesday when Margaret's coming on a Thursday. That's the professional thing to do. I don't approve of it. I'm not going to judge the guy. I can. I see didn't it. even I, care though. It, she it, cares about the friendship. Not I know that. I understand. I I had this amazing woman doing my extensions. Yeah, and, right. So it's you know, that door closed, and she now does everything for me. And right, and an amazing person. I love her. She's yeah. a real girl. Girl. She supports me, and I know that she backs me and and will continue to support me and not drop me for right. a housewife. Right. I have a question. Right. Are you still allowed? <laughs> does 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 he still allowed to speak to you? Do you still go to um Dr. Karolak or which did she ban him? I'm just curious. He is the utmost professional. I still go to him. There you go. Not just him. Dr. Michaels also, who, you know, I was so upset because I thought that, you know, okay, I lost Julius. I'm going to lose them too. And, you know, Dr. Michaels was so amazing to me. He said, 
You know, once my patient, oh, I don't even, I don't even know who that is. You know, none of this matters anymore. He, you know, he does, he's a plastic surgeon too, but he does the body. Um, You know, Carolac does the face. They were both so amazing to me and continue to be. So they're, yes, I still see them. I don't think that they would listen to her. I'm just asking for selfish reasons, honey. Because remember that time you, because I eventually, when this shit needs to be lifted, I'm going to Kerouac because I see. Well, yeah, he's still going to do my my facelift. He hasn't been banned from me. I'm just, I just need to know that I'm going to be able to go to him when I. He's very professional. I don't think that would get involved with housewives. Say, well, that's my point. That's my point. So, um, you know, I think that the one thing that I wanted to get uh, through this interview was that because I relate so much to Laura was the understanding that I would like people to understand that this friendship didn't end over a show. This friendship did not end over a party. This friendship ended over a culmination of put downs of stay in your place of talk behind my back, do as I say, or you'll get spoken to. And Laura is not the type of person who's going to sit in the corner and allow someone to talk to her like that, just like I wouldn't. And I think that you're fierce, Laura, and I respect you for what you did. And I'm having lunch with you next week. I can't, I'm looking forward to our friendship um, that I've been, that I've been pushing for. I've been pushing for it. And um, hopefully one day David will meet us in the city. I hope you come to our show too. I would love for you guys, yeah, our guest, as our guest. You should. Yeah, as our oh, guest. I, yeah, I can as be as who I am. I don't have that's to be right. housewife junior, as I was called. And, you know, so many times, you know, so I would stay in my lane. And, you know, as long as I was down there and she was yeah. up here, we were, we were good. And what about, um, no, listen, I get it. Like, I don't, I don't, I, yes, I don't really feel anyone should look you can't control human beings it does no. not work you cannot no. control your spouse you cannot control your children you you th- that is not how life works you will literally no. drive yourself you are a miserable person that's not even directed towards margaret it's just in general no. you are in a general. miserable person if you wake up and try to control the situation and world around you you will be a miserable human fucking being it does not work like that but I sometimes agree. when you're friends for so long and you're loyal to someone and you value mm-hmm. your friendship with that person, you overlook things and don't see things so clearly. And you take what the person says as everything's true. And, you know, if she said something about Jennifer, I'm believing it because yeah. she's my friend and I want to believe it. But then right. when it's all over and I look back and I say, wow. I can't believe that I listened to all of this shit that she said. Yeah. And that's why you believed when you heard that she talked behind your back, it wasn't hard to believe because you knew knew that's her MO. You knew it was true. I mean, people would come back and repeat things that she knew about me and my life and repeat it back to me or specifically come and say, listen, she was talking about you, but I'm not going to listen you know, I'm not going to listen to what she says about you. And that's someone who was her friend before she even knew me. 
Now more than ever that I'm traveling back and forth between New York and LA, I have no time to cook or think about food. What I need is meals delivered to my front door, convenience, and I also need healthy. You guys know I've lost a bunch of weight and I'm determined to keep it off. I've tried other meal delivery services and the problem was for me, none of them tasted good. That is until Factor. Factor is America's number one ready to eat meal kit that's delivered right to your front door and makes everything so easy. The meals are fresh, they're never frozen, and they're ready in just two minutes. You just heat and enjoy. And I also love that you could choose it for a variety of lifestyles. I personally choose the calorie smart meals, but they also have keto meals, vegan and veggie meals, and protein plus meals. So whatever your goals are, you can search under that category and get delicious food. And with 34 plus options that are chef prepared, you never get bored and you never feel like you're eating the same thing over and over. So head to factormeals.com slash velvet50 and use code velvet50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code velvet50 at factormeals.com com slash velvet 50 to get 50% off your first box. I have three things to say. I know Kim is getting antsy, but I have three things no, to no, say. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. One, one thing. Well, one, I'm just curious. Do you still speak to like Jennifer and Teresa? Like you were at Jennifer's um, premiere party for the season. I yes. I speak to Jennifer. We um, have really built a, an authentic friendship. And um, Teresa, I don't talk to as much, you know, we um, here and there, Yeah, but mm -hmm. not, um, not like Jennifer. Um, That's very nice. For whatever reason, you know, it just happened that way. And, um, you know, we had a rough road. Um, we had a horrible fight when I first met her and- You and Jennifer? We did. Over um, what? It was, um, you know, so- I was listening to Margaret about Jennifer and how pretentious and nasty. And, and then I was at a party with Jennifer and I had met her probably like five times already. And she was like, Oh, what was you, what was your name again? And it just probably wouldn't have been such a big deal, but because I had always been hearing all the negative about her, you know, I, I said something to her and, and we had a fight and, you know, that was it. And then we kind of, um, met up again at one point and she apologized to me and we spoke and, and things were fine. And then we were actually at a dinner for Dolores's birthday um, like two years ago and she was there and, and we were totally fine. And, and I was like, Oh, you know, maybe she's not what, what I was being told and, and what I was led to believe about her. She happens to be very funny and very good hearted. Yeah. And, she you know, is funny. I, I, she's fine. She is funny. I like her a lot. Yeah. Well, that's good. Listen, I think it's great. I think it's great that you made a friendship with her. Um, I think, you know, listen, I believe that Teresa, she's always traveling. She's always with Louis. I mean, very difficult for her to be, you know, committing. Uh, yeah, she's busy. She's I mean, really I love busy. her. I think she's great. Yeah. I think she really, really is a good person. Um, she's, you know, she's busy. So that's I'm happy. Me and David are very happy for Teresa. And we... Um, think that this is the happiest she's ever been. And we give kudos. I have my own opinions on certain things, but I only wish people the best. I don't, I'm, I don't send negativity out them, but, but David and I do are happy for her. And we feel that she's the happiest she's ever been. So with that said, that's our opinion of Teresa. So we're good. Yeah. yeah I have nothing against either of them. No. Um, I also wanted to ask you about this whole Danielle Cabral thing with the charity. Oh, yeah. Supposed yeah. to go to her charity party. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, Jennifer had asked me to come as her guest and I was, I was coming. And then I was told that um, she told her not to bring me because she didn't want the drama. Now, I don't know what drama she thought I would ever, she clearly knows nothing about me. I have a lot more class than that. I would never cause any kind of drama at a charity event. You know, her loss, she lost my donation. Right. I, I thought it was odd, but you know, Jennifer was like, I'm gonna respect her wishes because it's her charity. I, I didn't think it was such a big deal to bring you, but she doesn't want you to come. So, and that was that. I mean, I was wow. a little put off by it. I thought it was kind of weird. Especially since she took what I told and used it at a season finale. Yeah, she's the one who brought it out. You didn't bring it out. You weren't on the show. To, you, you, she brought it out. And you know what? And it was a charity. And you were going to probably yeah. get, I'm not saying how much or whatever. You're there. To, you were going to give a check. You were going to give money yeah. to the charity. It's yeah. more about the charity. It's not about who anyone should be able to walk through the door. Anyone. I mean, you never did anything to her. You didn't people even know her. Did. People walk, you know, people bought tickets and went. So, sure. you know, to, to ban me, like, I, I thought it was very strange. But, you know, I don't know her. I know nothing about her. So why what? So she was Jennifer was going to bring you, and then Danielle what? Someone said this is this is the infamous Margaret's ex best friend, and she Danielle wanted to like keep. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I wanted to keep in good graces. Well, Danielle knew who I was. I was talked about the whole filming season. Right. She knew exactly. who I was. Yeah. Right. So even though she she's knows, not. She knows. Even though she's not best friends with Margaret White, she just didn't want to rock the boat for her castmates and her career and housewives. I don't know. I, I thought it was odd. I, I certainly didn't think Margaret was going to be at her charity event. I, it was not a filmed event. I, I mean, I heard she had her own cameras, but I don't think Bravo filmed it. So I don't know why she thought that I would bring any drama. It's so not who I am. I wouldn't do that. No. Well, what drama? Why? Not so good. we... I mean, so you're saying Danielle is the one who brings up the Melissa kiss at the finale on air. That's what's going to happen. That's what I've heard from various people. And why, why do you think Danielle brings it up? Is she in a fight with Margaret at that point? Or is it for her own big housewife's moment to break out as the star of this season? I don't know. I think we got to watch and see. Yeah. Now, Laura, you're not <laughs> you're not under contract at Bravo, so I you know, love it. I like, love it. what type how of bullshit right, answer is you, that? How I don't want to ruin her finale moment. I mean, like, what, what do you think, Laura? I, what do you think? What I'm do you yeah, think with, the top of your head? I'm just asking your opinion. Like, is she yeah, like? Opinion. Is she what like? Do you, what do I think? I think she bought herself another season. With there that you go. Her. There you go. That was a smart move, Danielle. Smart move. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm not criticizing you, Danielle, girl. No. I'm just wondering no. if that was her or if she really wanted to dig it at Margaret. Do you do you think, I mean, so, I mean, apparently that's what's going to happen in the finale and it's Danielle yeah, that brings David, it out. If she wanted to dig it at Margaret, Margaret that bad, think about this. Why is she banning Laura because of Margaret? So, come on. No, there's a little, there's something there that we're not you, knowing. Okay. You think she wants her big star moment? moment. They, she got the tap. Tap, 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 tap. What about what you know about Melissa? Tap, tap, tap. 
So after all this, because, you know, this is why knowing this, because I knew this too, you know, there's there's no scene that's there just for fun. That yeah. scene in Jennifer's kitchen, remember that we go all the way back, that scene in yep. Jennifer's kitchen where the kiss was brought up and Danielle was sitting there. That's how they're going to explain that she heard it. Right. Absolutely. They focused Absolutely. in on her and the kiss sure. and Jennifer when Delores. So Danielle's that scene was there. And then Danielle got the tap, tap, tap. They knew Danielle's the breakout star. Okay. And they tapped her on the shoulder and said, let's go. Or do you want to be the breakout star? Tap, tap, tap. This is your chance. They didn't yeah. do it to Cabral. I mean, not to Cabral, to, to, uh, to Fessler or Fuda. Yeah. They did it to Art. Yeah. <laughs> smart. They're These like- producers. We're going to feed you this gift, girl. And some, someone's got to bring this out and everyone's expecting it to be Aiden. But don't worry. It's going to be you. We got enough going on with Aiden. She's coming back. Here you go, girl. Like, we're going to edit yeah. this around you. It's it's smart. That's what do, it is. That's what it is. Do you think, Laura, that like, you know, there's all this talk. It seems like people are saying Margaret's not getting confessionals and there's no story. Do you think this is Margaret's last season? I actually don't. You don't. Um, I don't. I think maybe she'll get one more. But I have no, you know, that's just my opinion. I don't that's think. Your opinion. My opinion is I think she gets one more also. I think Gorgas are going. What do you think about the Gorgas? I think they kind of have to. Okay. I just think that it's gotten so dark and bad. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. people can say what they want. Teresa is the star of that show. And at 1, the end of the day, we've said it. We've said it. Yeah. You know, that's where it's at. And I think yeah. that if there was a choice to be made, they would pick her. And, and I mean, they're going what else would they do? Just she's going to walk in a room and they're going to be there and they won't talk. Yeah, no, it's just not going to work. Even Carlos what? King, David's been saying it. I've been saying it. Carlos King as one of the best producers of Housewives ever, ever. Okay. He said they have to go. They have to go. This is I've said that for six weeks, and now she, I know you did. Now she's yeah, listening. But I agreed with you, Carla David. Yes. I agreed with you, but you I rolled did. your eyes twenty percent. Now that Mr. King has said it, who we love, Carlos here. I think we they do. did it themselves, and I think that you know, honestly, I saw them in that restaurant not that long ago. They were right there. She, Melissa, they, they know it's true. So she's not going to walk up to me. But what if you want to walk up to the person and say, you know, 1000 percent, like, yes. what, how did this transpire? What happened? If if it wasn't true, you'd be coming for me. You, but you and saw- I wouldn't even but I wouldn't come for you. This is how I would do it, Laura. I'd make I'd make friends with you. I would come and say, listen, Laura, can we speak? Because you didn't make up the rumor. I would say, can we speak? Would you mind woman to woman? And you'd say, of course not. Say, can you please tell me exactly what you heard from Margaret? Because it isn't true. And I'm really concerned about my family and my husband. And I'm very, very sad. And, and my friendship. And I'm, I'm curious and what my friendship. friendship is about here. Right. So if it's not true, but if it is true, close that door. You're not saying nothing. You ain't bringing it up because you don't want to hear what Laura has to say. You don't want to hear what Laura has to Correct. say. Correct. You don't want to not- hear it. I know if someone was saying something like that about me and it wasn't true, I'm definitely, I'm going to confront him. You've disappeared. Were they, were they glaring at you? Like when you were, they, was it like an uncomfortable restaurant experience? Uh, So unbeknownst to me, 
I walked in with my husband, we were waiting for friends and we went to the bar and I didn't even realize that Joe and Melissa were sitting literally two seats away from us. And this other couple started talking to us and she's like, what do you think of the housewife at the end of the bar? And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, there's a housewife at the end of the bar, at the bar, Melissa. And I was like, no. And I said to my husband, I'm like, look to your right. And he was like, oh, wow. We, we have no idea. And then in came, you know, yeah. Rachel, Fuda, her husband, and then our friends came and then we sat at dinner and, you know, it was, you know, I had my back to them really. They were across the restaurant. Um, so for me, I wasn't uncomfortable. I had nothing to be uncomfortable about, but Correct. I would have been if I was Melissa. Look, Unbelievable. it happened. I'm convinced of that. I would love to know. I mean, there's, yeah. It, it, uh, yes, it happened. I do think the Gorgas are going this season. I think the strangest thing is going to the executives at Bravo and talking <laughs> about one of your castmates. I think that is, that's supposed to be your good friend. I think that's- Well, some- I mean, Melissa was her good friend. Who tells their good friend to that she should be with a ball player? I mean, you know, I'm gonna, I know for sure- because she said it to me, she was not saying it in the sense of, oh, Melissa's like J-Lo, she can be with whoever she wants. She right. was saying it in the sense of, you know, Joe, he's a misogynist, he's a chauvinist, she can have so much better than him, he's in debt. All this stuff was the reason why she was saying Melissa was a ball player. It wasn't because she thought she was j-lo type and can be with whoever she wants i agree a hundred percent she was knocking joe and saying he wasn't good enough and i love the fact that you just said he's in debt is he in debt well that's what she said that's what margaret said that he's in debt he's a male chauvinist he's that see you know they don't have she used to say all the time melissa doesn't make any money at her store yeah, I've, I've heard that. Melissa told me herself, it's, she only does an online business. She told me herself. It's a very difficult business, boutiques. Very, take it from me. I owned one for many years. Very, very difficult. Well, yeah, I mean, there was, a, there, there was a big thing yesterday about her, some kind of marking up clothes that you can buy in Express and- Yeah, yeah. It's, putting them in her store. Well, Gee. they got, uh, Melissa Envy sent that girl uh, who happens to be a nice girl, a hysteria, uh, uh, historian, housewife historian. Yeah, yeah she they got- sent they sent her a cease and desist. So I told her take they it did. down. It's not worth it because we don't know if those were the exact clothes. You know what I mean? So that they no, that, of course, you yeah, never know, you know. But- so I told her take it down. You know, it's the biz. It's a business. You want to knock Melissa, knock Melissa, but don't don't knock the business. You know. So she did take it down. I spoke to her today. Said you don't need this aggravation because it is. It's the business that was basically. No, I mean, listen, you can't go. You can't go saying things that you don't know. You don't know for sure. Um, she doesn't know that that outfit wasn't the same name. You can't do it. So I said take it down. It's not worth it. She took it down. Do you no. think that if Margaret does stay on the show and Melissa goes, do you think that Margaret would is going to speak to Melissa still? Is this friendship going to continue? Same thing with Jackie. Do you put those two in a room? Do you think that they would ever be friends? Come no. It's, it's, no. So no, no, you do not think Margaret will speak to Melissa or Jackie if they're both gone? No. Mm-mm. No. I don't. Because those girls know that what I'm saying is true and they know that that's no friend. 
Would Correct. you want to go to dinner with someone who who you know is, is saying this stuff behind your back? No. Well, listen, I, I, I was just going to say, this is why, like, look, I really don't have an ax to grind, but A, I will always be true to what I believe is true, which is the kiss, which, but also this is my job. So if you're on brand, which you are to come on my show, I'm not not going to have you on my show. That is my job because someone doesn't like it. So I agree. It's I mean, in a way like this isn't about me, but I am in the exact same situation you are, Laura. Now, granted, 40 years versus less than 40 years. I get it. But I also have defied the almighty because I'm doing my job. I said, listen, Kim, you know, this is true, girl. I never had anything against you either, right? Well, Kim, no. you know this. You know you this. felt that. David felt bad. I, David but, felt bad but, about but what also, happened. He did. But I also would say, oh, I don't. I never really liked Laura. Thank God. No, like, never I, said that. I no, actually no. did enjoy you. I mean, I, yeah. But Danielle, I mean, I, I didn't think that you said you didn't like me. I mean, we yeah. used to hang out. It's not like I thought that. But you know, it's all. But I'm just things. saying, like I'm now, I'm a rebel myself because I, I, I cannot be controlled. I cannot no. be controlled by anybody. Right. Bravo, so, the executives are. Nobody controls me. That's why people yeah. are listening to this show right now. Correct. That's what these people want. It's the key words is control. Like if she can't have control, if I, if I were honest with her and she asked my opinion about something and I said the honest truth, she. She wouldn't care. She'd say, well, I'm doing it anyway. I mean, she would do that in several instances. I I mean, she did it with Teresa. She excluded her from something she was filming at her house, which was really mean. On purpose. That's right. What was that? It was something on purpose. What did she do on purpose? I think it was like a Mother's Day garden party. Yeah. Remember that? Teresa's mother. Yes, I do. Passed away not not that long before. And it, it was sad. I remember she called me and said, I'm not going to have her. And I said, I think that you should. And she said, no, she, she's not coming. Everybody's coming with someone. And I said, she could have came with Jen and her mom or somebody. She could have came. And I said, I think that it would be better if you invited her. And she said, well, I don't care. I'm not. So she didn't really, she ran it by me. But I didn't say what she wanted me to say. And that's right. the same with her. If she can't control you. And, you know, as long as you sit there licking her ass and saying, you're right. It looks beautiful. You look great. Your half wig looks good. Your, your clothes look good. <laughs> your kids hanging out all the time. You know, there's no truth. You can't be honest with her because no. when you are, she gets mad and she lashes out at you. And, and I feel like she did that with me. Well, that's not a friendship. No, listen, me and David argue on podcasts. We go at it. Not we're never mean to each other, but I'll just say to David, all right, we'll agree to disagree. And we crack up. We laugh because it's so true. You can't, I would never tell David how to think. I would never tell David what to say. Or if David says to me, Kim, I really don't like your hair like that. Or I don't, he, first of all, he wouldn't say something nasty to me. But if he said, you know what? I think you could look better or this way. Or if I said that to him, we, he would. We wouldn't be upset with each other. We would do that. We're not going to do it. You know, we're not going to. Only she can. Only you know, she, she can, can tell me your hair's too long. You right. should cut your hair. I I could take the criticism. Not that I listened to her. Right. But 
but she can't. You can't yeah. give her an honest opinion. She likes you to just hang yes out in the corner. Death. And when she wants to pull you out and play with you and have you yes her to death, be her, you know, I don't get paid by her. So no. I, I don't have to yes her. Her husband, he sleeps with her. He's got a yes her to death. The other one, she pays her. She she has to yes her to death, but I don't. And that's I never right. have, and I never will. So and that's you know, why that, you're that's sick, a problem that's... for her because she she knew that I can't be controlled. Yeah. And I think we should leave it at that, David. And um, I want like I'm so excited that Laura, that you're going to come to our event because you know, something you should. So yeah. She's going to come. It's you have drink. more authentic. Yeah. We'll have drinks and we're going to have birthday cake, but um, it's going to be make, it'll make it so much more authentic because uh, just listen, I, I just want her to be there. I mean, it's, we're not going to put you on display or do anything like that. We just want you to be a part of it. And I think it would be fun since you just did this podcast with us and you're a part of the family now. There is a Q&A where people are going to stand up and they can ask anything they want. Right, right. So maybe they'll ask Laura a question, which I think I'm Laura, not, you I'm would be up shy. for. You know that. That's, she's not shy. So if anybody wants, if anyone listening now, which I, David, I hope you get this out before then, Laura will be in the audience as our guest. And um, well, she'll be eating birthday cake with us and having a drink with us. And if you have a question for Laura, first of all, all the people there are very, very kind and very nice. There would never be any negativity. Uh, think about it because she'll be there. She'll be our guest. Is there anything like you want to say that we haven't covered, Laura? I think we covered a lot. Um, yes. Just want to give I, you the chance to like say think, anything else. Um, you know, I, I mean, and I do want to stress it again. It really, truly Yes, I wanted to get on the show. It had nothing to do with that. She spins the narrative and runs around saying that it had everything to do with the show and, you know, all these things about me, but it's it's incorrect what she says. She she just says whatever comes to, to mind and lies about it. And that's the thing is that I don't lie. I'm telling the truth. This fight had nothing to do. The culmination of events, this was not about the show. It wasn't about me getting on the show. She has nothing else to say. So she uses her big platform to scream about it and people listen to her. And of course she has fans. People are entitled to their opinion about me. I get it. Not everyone's going to love me, but I'm telling the truth. So I believe you, you know, Laura. I, I hate it. To believe you. It is what it is. I tell the same story all the time. She, yeah. on the other hand, can't get through an interview without touching her head, her arms, twitching, laughing, doing all the things that she does like the true liar that she is. So. Wow. Cool. Just really, it's, um, I, be, I happen to, I believed you from day one. Well, uh, I believe David believes you from day one. He said that he believed it. I um, did. And, yeah. I think he might've been a little doubtful, Kim. I think you were a little more on board with me. No, uh, I wasn't <laughs> doubtful. I think that, you know, maybe more like along the lines of Julius of like, you know, there's a housewife. It's like, you know, not that, I was at a different point in my career, but you know, it was just more of like, okay. I mean, I knew her first, but no, I mean, look, I never, I never doubted the Melissa story for a week. I did. I never doubted that. You didn't doubt, but you didn't doubt Laura's side of the story. No. And you didn't I, doubt Margaret said that to her. You never doubted that. No. And I do look, I never, I'm a great judge of character. So I there's no question about control and all of that. You know, that I never doubted. Like, I I get it. Like, this isn't like, wait, I've had a wake up. 
trust me, I've known the situation. I mean, I don't get a call. Like, so now if there's a narrative spun about me that like, I mean, that we're such good friends and now I'm some crazy trader. I mean, you, I haven't heard from you in like nine months. Like, and so I'm not, I'm not bitter. I don't care. I'm, I'm running my show, but I won't, you know what I mean? So I never doubted you in the whole situation. Well, I was just like, the friend isn't the one that you know longer. Right. And I was just more like, I'm just going to stay out of it and keep my hands clean. But here we are. Now well, she, she gave she gave people an ultimatum. You were on the text chain of, you know, That's right. if you're going to associate right. with this person. Don't don't associate with me. You and eight other right. people got that. Right. Text. I was on that text. And so was Julius or whoever was on there. I don't know who else, but I was on that. I don't know if Julius was, but I, I was on there. Right. Well, and so I'm that's... calling you on that because you didn't side call me and say, hey, what the hell's going on? There you go. Now, you no. guys fight it out. You guys, because my phone's going dead. <sighs> I love you both. Laura, I'll see you. you next week for lunch. Love you both. You can finish it Thanks, up. Kim. Love you. Bye. I'll you. text you later. Bye. Bye. I, I didn't buy him. I didn't side call you on it. No, but I was just more like, okay, now it's like a different story in the sense that, like, it's become impossible to do my job. Like I have nothing against, I really don't have anything against anyone, but you know, you, if you're going to listen, here's what it comes down to for me. If you're going to cut me off because I'm doing my job, I now have a, now I'm, now I'm, I mean, now I'm mad. Like, it's like, what does that say? Like, I'm not, I don't understand what, what's the alternative. Hi, Laura. I can't have you on my podcast because Margaret doesn't approve, but this is my business. And I've had other people who, you know, someone who was doing an article on me who backed out this because is a, they, yeah, okay. that they were terrified of her. Not that she threatened them or anything, but just they were terrified of her. So it's unfortunate, but there are people who cave to that. Yeah. And I'm glad you didn't. No. So that's where, like, for me, it, came to the like you know like i i always try to be switzerland even with kim's situation which she described earlier when she had a falling out with these people i tried as long as i could to be in both camps and then it just got to be like i i i it's i couldn't do it so that's kind of how this was like i would have been happy with just everyone being fine but it's been very clear that if i have you on here i'm axed out which again i haven't had a phone call in nine months so i don't understand like i mean it's the same thing you know it's it happened with me and danielle stout she told me like edit it i'm not friends with her anymore you're my friend you're not friends with her you do not answer her she's asking you to go for drinks don't answer her and you know it's what you do for your friends she was a longtime friend and I ended that and I felt bad about that. I, I thought, listen, I didn't, I'm no 40 year friend. I felt bad when I had to like cut off Danielle. I mean, I knew Danielle longer than I knew her. I, I just have a problem cutting someone off when I don't personally have a problem or, or see your point. So do you know what I mean? No. Why would she cut you off for having me on your podcast? I'm not, I don't listen at the end of the day. I don't wish her harm. I, I wish her a wonderful life, but I'm not going to just sit back and let her bash me 
bash my husband, say things that aren't true because you have a big platform and I don't. I'm going to fight for myself. I get it. And for me, it's like, like, do you it just the, the grandiose, the grandiose vision of what that says? Like, you're basically calling me and telling me not to do my job that I earn a good living at, despite what you think. Right. Like, this, this isn't is just a pop, like, right. Like, I'm just low level and this is just a hobby. Like, so you're basically asking me not to do my job, which because it, you don't like it. But like, if you had this problem with anyone else, I could do my job. Like, that's the problem I have. It's like, now I have a problem. Like, I'm not not going to do this just because you're telling me that's I uh, no one controls me either. It just it doesn't work. It doesn't work with very one sided. You know, she's a real narcissist. And she wants everyone to do what she says. And then the threat is, you're going to be cut off if you don't do what I want you to do. And she probably thought that she could manipulate you into doing that. Right. And there's nothing you can go call the executives at Bravo, like, honey, we're way past that here at the Behind the Velvet Row podcast. Like, I don't have to have anything to do with anyone at Bravo anymore. This train is left. And it's so it's like, there's nothing you can go dig. Right. Like, she's not in my crosshairs. Like, I have a thousand other things. It's just like, I'm not not going to do my job because these people listening, this is the brand that they want to listen to. They, they, it's housewives. So I'm not going to, if you did, were having this issue with Melissa or Jennifer or Teresa, I would have you on. So it just happens to be her. Like, I'm sorry, but you know, yeah, I, to, but to now paint a picture that like you called me every hour and checked on me and we talked all day and that's like now not exactly correct. I'm hearing from you for the first time in nine months because of this information. Like, right. And, and that's fine. You don't have to call me. I've been busy, but don't try to act like what a traitor. Like, you know, like, hey, Melissa, can you believe him? Like, what a traitor. And, you know, blah. no, I haven't heard from you in 10 months, which is fine. But don't act like I'm some like deep. That's called gaslighting. That's called like. And the good thing is for you is thank God. You never told her your deep, dark secrets. So she has nothing over you and you're not afraid of her. She wants you to be afraid of her, but you're not. There's nothing. And I told Kim, Kim and Kim and I say this all the time. Jennifer, the way Jennifer handled that affair is a hundred percent how I would handle it. Whatever she thinks she has on me, you can admit it, girl. You can put it out there. Trust me, if it's true, I will admit it, no matter how awful, how embarrassing, no one is going to control me. I will literally burn my head into the fire so that my whole face is charred before I let you dangle some carrot over me. So I agree. I mean, the only thing that was threatened of me is something about like, you would be, you know, you don't realize all the things you told me about the Aidens, like. I care. First of all, first of all, I have nothing against Jennifer. Second of all, I've, I mean, there's nothing I've said on this podcast that I haven't said to her. So there is nothing. That's really the weakest thing you could choose. And third of all, Jennifer would be like, I haven't talked to David in like two years. And we really have, I have nothing against her, but that's really, that's, that's it. I'm sure it wouldn't even ruffle her feathers one bit. She has thick skin. I'm sure she can take it. Yeah. So whatever she wants to dangle, she can dig. There's nothing, but I. She no one holds something over me, and Kim is the same way. Yeah. So we'll all do drinks, though. Yes, for sure. I'll be at the show. 
Okay, come to the show. We'll see you before then. But thank you okay. for this. We'll yeah, share it and keep in touch. Thanks so much. I will. All right. T- talk to you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.